0: Tech Talk. Tech Talk with Jess Kelly. With One Sonic. High definition audio noise canceling headphones designed in Ireland. Visit onesonic.com. This is News Talk.
1: Welcome to Tech Talk, Jess Kelly with you here on News Talk. Coming up over the next hour, we'll chat to the Irish company offering YouTuber kits for aspiring content creators. Animation Ireland will talk through the opportunities in their industry and I'll give you the chance to win a stunning 55 inch Philips Ambilight TV worth 1300 euro. As always, you can email the show techtalk at newstalk.com or you'll find me on Twitter At Jess Kelly NT. But first, Air's digital network Gomo reached a significant milestone earlier this week with 300,000 customers signing up. They were looked upon as a real disruptor to the world of mobile networks. But will this trend continue? Dara Cassidy of Bonkers.ie joins me now. Um, Dara, were you surprised to hear that 300,000 people have made the move to Gomo?
0: No, not at all, to be honest. I think Gomo has a really, really good product offering. It's clear, it's simple, it's good value, it's easy to understand, it hits all the things that you'd really, really want in any product or service. Um, before Gomo entered, I think there was, you know, maybe sometimes too much choice in the mobile market. a lot of plans that were a little bit difficult to understand, cumbersome, and their value proposition, when it started out at nine ninety nine, I know it has increased slightly since then. But a, you know, a a cheap, good value monthly price for unlimited text, unlimited data and, you know, unlimited minutes as well. I think it really resonated with a lot of people. It was backed up with a really, really good marketing campaign. So to be honest, no, not surprised at all.
1: When they started out, they had a few teething issues. I think people had issues porting uh, their number from their old network to GOMO. And that seemed to, to plague them for a little while after that, but it's it's si- since been resolved, obviously enough, and people are continuing to flock. But other networks have also started putting out um, digital offerings like this. So, can you just give us a bit of an overview of the digital mobile network landscape?
0: Yeah, so I mean, they definitely suffered from a few teething problems. I think they were probably a victim of their own success. And I know Comrade even had to get involved as well, but certainly they seem to have ironed out those issues. But because they were so successful, they did generate then a bring in a lot of other comp- competitors who you know, were looking for a slice of the pie. Uh, the main one was, was 4 Now, 4 which is a subsidiary of 3Mobile now, um, it's an MVNO, so a mobile virtual network, network operator. It runs on their network network, um, reinvigorated or restarted its network. I think 48 actually was previously youth-focused. It started a few years ago, but then they relaunched the brand around maybe a year or a year and a half ago, and they offer a similar price point um, to GoMo. For 10 you get 100 gigabits of data and then pretty much you know, free calls and free texts. Another one is Clear Mobile, which is a subsidiary of Vodafone. Um, so they have a similar offering as well for $12.99 a month, um, free calls, free texts, unlimited data. The caveat with that though is that the maximum speed you can get is five megabits per second, which would be enough for some people, but obviously not enough for people who maybe like to use their phone quite heavily. And then there's also Virgin Media as well or Virgin Mobile who um, often have deals going where they're offering a, a package for you know maybe only five or a month for the first few months increasing to maybe 15 euro or 25 euro a month thereafter so it's, it's it's an increasingly crowded market at the moment i think gomo is still definitely the best known and the one that most people would be familiar with but there is choice and even believe it or not slightly better value out there for people who are prepared to look around Yeah,
1: I think it's a great time uh, for consumers because there is so much choice there and I think there's no longer just an 18 or 24 month contract at 60 or 70 quid a month. Those days seem to be numbered, particularly for people who just want the all you can eat data and then calls and texts. Um, We've spoken about this before, but I suppose one of the compromises you're making when you move to one of these digital networks is that the customer service, you can't walk into a GoMo shop, you can't walk into a clear mobile shop. It's all done online. From what you've heard and what you've looked at, I mean, is that a big issue for people?
0: I think it depends on the type of person, and um, for maybe slightly older clientele, people who like. The personal touch—people who like being able to walk into a branch or a shop and chat to someone—it could be an issue, and it would be the main thing I would always flag to people with these networks. It is a fully online service, so like you said, yes, you can't just walk into your local shop or your local supermarkets if something goes wrong. It's a little bit similar to when we talk about the digital banks like N26 and Revolut. I think they're both excellent value, but again, you'll find yourself stuck if something goes wrong, or you might find yourself having to deal with a box, which you know is it, never much fun. I do think, though, when you're looking at the prices that they're charging, you know, you can't forgive them for not having a a really, really good customer service experience. You know, We can't have it all. We can't be asking to spend only a 10 or a month on our texts and our mobile, but then also expecting to have a huge retail network that we can rely on. So my advice to people would be to always just consider what it is you value the most. So with clear mobile i mean there's a clear choice there excuse the pun if you want it cheap and cheerful you can go with clear but if you want more of a holding hand and a little bit more i suppose of a premium product i'd recommend that people maybe consider vodafone where they'll have a better customer service experience
1: so clear you kind of gave us a breakdown there that clear is on it's a a vodafone thing gomo is an air thing they're all kind of associated with the, the more traditional mobile networks does that mean that the coverage is the same as the parent network
0: it is usually it's the exact same now sometimes there are rumors that the people who are on the, the these networks maybe don't get quite as good a service and certainly the tree network is a little bit more crowded because it has obviously tree it has 48 it has virgin mobile it also has Leica mobile as well and um, so that's maybe something for people to consider and then obviously clear is on the um the the virgin as uh, i clear is on the um vodafone network and there is a cover coverage map, though, that Comrick has, I'd always advise people to look at. So go online and see the service, the quality of the service that's available in your area. And always even just asking friends and family as well what they think the coverage is like, particularly if you're in a rural area. I think in urban areas, you know, in Cork, particularly in Dublin, Galway, the big cities, the network is usually pretty good, particularly with 4G. It's when you go into the more rural areas that, that it can be very, very, you know, hit and miss. And whilst maybe the Vodafone network has traditionally been regarded as being the best network and then by extension clear and um, it really can change from town to town and from village to village and the last thing you want to do is obviously sign up for a deal with you know gomo and then find out that the air network in your region is really really bad or sign up for you know clear and find out that ver- that that vodafone is quite poor so you know, just do your research and make sure that you don't get stuck with a deal or a contract or a plan that you know is causing you hassle and that you can't really use
1: yeah, it's it's always good to do your research beforehand. Um, I was on your website the other day because somebody asked a question on my Instagram Q and A about you know the best value contract. <laughs> um, so they want to sign up to a contract because they don't want to buy the phone outright. And I think some a question like that is so subjective, particularly now when you look at the value that you can get with these digital networks for around a tenner a month if you buy the phone outright. Does value does. You know, if we use the loose term value, does value exist if you are looking to sign up to one of those more traditional 18, 24 month contracts?
0: It, it just depends. Like you said, it's, it's so subjective. And I would say that I think there'll always be a place for bill pay phones for the foreseeable future, because even though SIM-only deals are getting more and more popular, and I wouldn't be surprised if we saw more entrants come into markets over the coming years, not everyone has €1,600, €1,700 that they could just drop on a new Samsung or a new iPhone in one go. For a lot of people, uh, you know, they can only maybe stump up two or €300 up front now two or three hundred euro up front can get you quite a decent phone these days if you're prepared to go with a slightly you know lesser known brand or a less snazzy phone but if you want the latest iphone if you want the latest, you know, Samsung phone, you're going to have to pay big money. And I think a lot of people don't necessarily always have that. So bill pay will always be there. But if you can afford the you know, the initial cost upfront, I absolutely think the best deal for everyone will be one of these Simone only deals. Um, particularly, you know, 48 and only 10.99 a month at the moment, it does change. And then Virgin Mobile, like I said, they often have deals where it's only five euro a month for the first six months. And because it's only a monthly contract, uh, when you come to the end, of the three months or the six month you know introductory period you can then leave if you want so I'd absolutely advise people to check it out the other point as well is if you are going with the bill pay plan you know usually there's different tiers so you know maybe you could if you might stump up maybe you know 100 or 300 or 600 and then the price will be different per month depending on what you've stumped up originally usually the more you can pay up front the less it will be over the lifetime of the plan so sometimes you can maybe you know get caught up with maybe buying a phone for maybe only, you know, 150 euro. But then that might be because you're on the 80 euro a month plan. And when you do the sums, it's often a good bit cheaper to try and stump up, you know, a little bit more yourself and then be able to have the 60 euro a month plan or the 50 euro a month plan, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. One thing I'm curious about, though, is I I said there earlier on, it's great time for us, the consumer, because there is so much choice and there is a lot of value if you go looking for it. But from the network's point of view, they're obviously businesses, they want to make money, they want to get people on uh, contracts to kind of know so they can forecast, you know, how they're going to do in 12 months' time. Are we going to see, like, either sneaky charges coming in or maybe the option to upgrade your plan to include 5G or something like that so that they're not losing out on revenue by us getting good value?
0: That could potentially happen, Um At the moment, you know, we don't really see it. And I think what the suppliers are trying to do or what the networks are trying to do is put all of their eggs in one basket. So Air obviously has its own mobile network and then it launched uh, GoMo and then, you know, Vodavone has its own network and it it launched Clear. Uh, So they're trying to, you know, I suppose, get both sides of the market. It will just be interesting to see how popular they become. I mean, you know, Vodafone, I wonder how popular it wants Clear Mobile to actually be, because the more and more popular it becomes, yes, absolutely, they are going to start losing money, and they are going to start losing revenue, and then you would wonder, are little sneaky charges going to come in? I mean, I would always say to people, you know, do read the terms and conditions, even though these plans are very, very simple to understand, there can still be some charges if you go over your fair usage policy if you go roaming outside Europe even if you go roaming within Europe there's still certain limits just you know always be aware of what you may or may not be charged but I think it is a good time for consumers and um, it there's never been more choice uh, there's never been more networks out there and um, you know I'd encourage people as well not to be afraid of going with some of the smaller names so you know, there's also on post mobile like I said there's Leica some people might be thinking god you know I've never really heard of those is the, is the network really good As we've discussed, there are all using one of the big networks. So there's only three networks really in Ireland the Air Network, the Vodafone Network, and the Tree Network. Everyone else is just piggybacking on that network. Um, so you know usually there's nothing to worry about by going with the slightly lesser known brand. Final question um
1: or final point I suppose in relation to value and shopping around and all the rest. We know that bonkers.ie also looks at Um, you know, TV, like home internet, all of these different services, is it still good value to try and bundle everything with the one provider? So say if you go with everything through Vodafone, is that a good idea? Or is it one of those things that it seems good, but then when you break it down service by service, you're actually not really saving that much money?
0: it's kind of a bit of both and it does depend and i hate to keep saying this um but it can certainly work out cheaper sometimes if you go separately it's the same with energy so sometimes people ask us you know should i get my gas and electricity from the same supplier often it's cheaper but not always and it's the same with bundles i'd always ask people to do their research now on bonkers.ie you can easily filter whether you want the tv package or not the only issue is that sometimes when it comes to tv it's difficult to get a tv package just by itself uh, there, there isn't as much choice there so sometimes you have to end up going with maybe a home phone package but certainly i would say to people don't think that just because something is being bundled that it is going to be cheaper it's not always the case it usually is but sometimes it can be cheaper if you go to separate providers and you know uh, and shop around
1: Okay, brilliant stuff. There's always great advice when we talk to you. I know you guys always encourage people to shop around and to move around to find the best value. Just going back to the mobile networks uh, point, is it a big pain in the face to move networks So, say if you want to get a a six month deal from Virgin Mobile and then move your number to somewhere else to get a really good deal? Is it an arduous process to, to move around?
0: No, it's not. Like to be honest, Jess, if we were talking about broadband, sometimes it can be a little bit difficult. You're bringing back devices or routers. You're maybe connecting to a new network. I'd still encourage people to look at switching to say, But sometimes, you know, it can be a little bit more effort when it comes to changing your mobile phone provider, no, there's a process in place. Uh, probably the key thing for people to r- remember is that you can keep your number. Um, you don't have to, I mean, when you go to Switch, they will ask you, do you want us to port over your number or do you want a new number? If you want your number ported over, it's usually done within only an hour or two. Uh, sometimes it might take a little bit longer, but usually it's done in less than an hour and it actually is really, really easy. It's um, you know one <laughs> one of the good things that Comric has done. Sometimes I would complain about them, to be honest, it's one thing that has been brought in over the past few years which I think has really really helped consumers so you know people don't need to worry about having to get a new number and um, maybe the only advice would be if you're expecting you know a really important call in the next hour then maybe that's not the time to sign up to the new provider but usually everything will be done very very seamlessly and very very easily and sometimes you don't even need to switch provider in order to go on to one of these sim only deals so for example you know Vodafone now it's not the best sim only deal but Vodafone has a sim only deal as well so for example I myself was with Vodafone I was on bill pay and um, I came to the end of my two-year contract and I actually actually just went on to one of their sim deals and saved myself a few euro for about a year so don't think you necessarily have to go to you know a new provider or a new network in order to get better value sometimes better value is actually with the you know with, with the provider uh, or the network that you're with at the moment
1: brilliant stuff well, look you are such a fountain of knowledge as is bonkers.ie dara thank you so much for joining us here on news talk thanks jess now, I mentioned it earlier on, we have an incredible competition for you this week. We are giving away a 55-inch Philips Ambilight TV, which is worth €1,300. Euro. This is one of the stunning 4K Ultra HD HDR smart TVs that has an OLED screen and the lighting on the back, which honestly transforms your viewing experience. Everything looks incredible. So whether you're watching sports, movies, maybe you're doing a bit of gaming or watching cartoons, everything just looks so immersive. They are available from retailers right around the country, or you can find out more on philipstv.ie. But if you would like to win one, simply answer this question. What does the O in OLED stand for? Is it A, organic, organic? Or be orange. Text the word Light plus your name and answer to 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. The lines close on Wednesday, October 20th at 5 pm, and the winner will be announced on next week's show. So remember, you need to start your message with Light. Text it to 53106 at a cost of 30 cent, and we will give you the full rundown of who gets that stunning prize on next week's show. Coming up next here on News Talk, we'll hear from Animation Ireland.
0: Tech Talk. Tech Talk on News Talk with One Sonic high definition audio noise cancelling headphones designed in Ireland. Visit Onesonic.com.
1: Welcome back to Tech Talk. This is Jess Kelly with you here on News Talk. Tech Talk at NewsTalk.com is the email address if you'd like to get in touch, or you'll find me on Twitter at JessKellyNT. Now, you may or may not know that Ireland has an incredible international reputation when it comes to animation. We have won multiple awards, uh, are cited quite often as one of the golden countries for producing serious talent in the world of animation. And I'm delighted to say that Rona McCabe, the chief executive of Animation Ireland, joins me now. Ronan, you're very welcome to the show. Will you just start by, I suppose, telling us a little bit about what Animation Ireland is and what you do?
2: I can, yes. Um, Thanks for having me on, obviously. Um, In terms of Animation Ireland, we are the representative body for the animation studios in Ireland. We have 34 member studios um, and they employ over 2,000 people. The sort of turnover in the industry is heading towards half a billion euro a year and We make up about fifty percent of the production sector in Ireland. Um, we had, you know, we were sort of ro- we were very lucky. We were were robust and viable during COVID. So um, production was affected, but um, but we, we we managed to continue. So so that's that's pretty good. I mean, part of what we do is we we represent the sector with the various stakeholders. So that would be like Screen Ireland. With 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 revenue with screen skills Ireland you know I I I, I hope I don't leave anybody out but uh, you know Enterprise Ireland the IDA the various broadcasters uh, that kind of stuff.
1: You mentioned there that um you you represent all all of the production houses. Ireland has a great reputation yeah. internationally when it comes to animation, but I sometimes feel like we here at home aren't great at. I suppose, acknowledging and celebrating uh, the brilliant work that is produced here. Just talk us through some of those production houses who do have, you know, international reputations.
2: Yeah, well, I suppose it's hard for me to pick on individual studios because we represent them all. But just, you know, in terms of this year alone, uh, Cartoon Saloon had, um, had another Oscar nomination for their big uh, hit movie, um, Wolf Walkers. Um, and in fairness, I think, you know, it, it, it certainly has got the credit it deserves, it has been, it has it got loads of publicity, I suppose in, in the last 12 months, you know, given the fact that so many of us were stuck at home, there was a lot of talk about um, normal people and wolf walkers as being the, the two big Irish hits that everybody watched.
1: Mm. The, the, we had the guys on um, who, who talked us through the production process of Wolf Walkers and the fact that they had to do quite a lot of it remotely because it was produced quite a bit during um, the pandemic. And they talked about, I suppose, the difficulty of doing something so creative in such a remote way. Um, so, you know, collaborating over digital calls, video calls and so on. How much of an impact uh, did the pandemic have on the industry as a whole?
2: Well, I think in terms of production, like so production continues, so that was good. So we were, we were able to, to continue with production, but definitely it had it has an impact on the creative process. And, you know, from my own conversations with the studios and like it's it's only anecdotal, but the um, they all feel that getting back to studio is, is a good thing. I mean, I think they will all offer some kind of, you know, hybrid working model for people and um, you know working you know working from home or working in the studio and um, but I, I think the creative process is definitely helped by being people in a room they, they even say you know bouncing stuff around with each other mm. if you knock back somebody's idea in a room you can read people's body language it's not that big a deal but sometimes if you're not back on zoom it can feel a little bit impersonal sometimes people maybe dwell on that you know overnight or whatever so there can be a few difficulties like that we also have a a sort of United Nations uh, of employees in most of the Irish studios. So if you go into any of the studios, you know, pre-pandemic, or you look at the the profile of the people working, they're from all over the world. So sometimes, it, you know, if English isn't your first language as well, like that can be, that can cause a difficulty when you're working remotely as opposed to being in the room with somebody.
1: The, um, the One of the things that we spoke about with um, Cartoon Saloon a while back was working with, Uh, some of the streaming companies, so whether that is Netflix, Apple, Amazon Prime, are there more opportunities for animators and particularly Irish animators now because of the streaming output? And how open are those big streaming platforms to Irish productions?
2: Well, to answer the first part of your question, yeah, there are definitely uh, more opportunities out there. And I think... You know, where it has stood to animation in 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 the past is that the it, it's not really possible to fund an animation just out of Ireland because they're quite expensive to make animations. So Irish producers have always looked overseas. So we're we're always quite well represented at the various markets and festivals that take place throughout the year, and um, and we've always been outward looking. So I think in that sense, you know. We're out there. We we have a good reputation. People know who we are. So the streamers are just like another customer, and I suppose it's a bit of a golden age at the moment in terms of the amount of money that's uh, sloshing around. Um. So so yeah. And then what was the what was the second? Just, the second just part of I, that question. I I suppose
1: how they are to deal with and if they're open to working with Irish animation houses.
2: Oh yeah, they are very much so, and I mean I think we have a we have a good track record of working with them as well, and. Irish studios, you know, deliver on schedule, on time, on budget. So, I mean, I think in, in terms of that, we our, our reputation precedes us. And the fact that, you know, the, the sort of trickle down of success. So when 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 one studio does well, that orgs well for everybody else. And and a lot of the studios who have had international success, they're quite generous about it. And, and it, it does, it feeds into the industry. And it, it's, it's generally quite collegial, yes. Like people tend to get on with each other. They're quite helpful. If, if, if a new person goes to a market, you'll find that the, the more established people will actually help them out um, mm. and, and will, will, you know, make introductions and stuff like that. So it is, it's, you know, we, we've managed to retain the sort of the, the good parts of a small business as the industry has grown and become become bigger and successful internationally.
1: One of the things that I love um, seeing and, you know, obviously consuming as well is the fact that animation, it's not just for kids. It's not just for, you know, comic book heroes or anything like that. It's very much across the board. We have some very um, high profile animated shows for adults. So you've got Big Mouth in the US, you've got things like BoJack Horseman. There does seem to be a large focus on embracing that type of programming. That must be encouraging for you guys to see as well.
2: That's very, very encouraging, Jess, because I think sometimes, um, you know, there's that that sort of age-old conundrum, like is is, is animation a a genre or a medium? And, you know, we like to think of it as a medium so you can tell any story in animation. And sometimes, you know, in the past, maybe we we, might have been put in the sort of the the children's... um, the children's genre and being seen to be exclusively there. But as you say, in those shows that you mentioned, like right across the board now, entertainment has taken place in in all the various age groups and documentaries. Everything can be done through animation.
1: We mentioned there at the top, Ireland has a great reputation internationally for animation. Are there enough supports um, right across the board to encourage and nurture this industry to ensure that our best and brightest don't end up going to LA or New York to work for another production company.
2: Um, I mean, there are there are plenty of supports there. It's it's you know um, it's like everything. You, you you always need more funding. You always need more development funding. You know, there's there's always room for for improvement. But but generally, the the industry has been quite responsive. Uh, screen ireland actually launched their strategy uh, last week um i think it's called building for a creative future 2024 and animation is front and center of that um and even during the pandemic uh, there were there were there were, there were uh, responses from from government in terms of stimulus and you know fed down through uh, through screen ireland to the industry so no, i i think you know like everything we we we'll, we'll always be pushing for stuff and one of the things in the budget that we pushed for was um the regional development uplift Um that that's uh, currently it's 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 an extra 5% on the the uh, section 481 tax credit and we pushed for that to be retained for another year into into 2022 and 2023 but that is now looks like it's going to taper down so I suppose that that was a little bit disappointing in the budget that that didn't happen.
1: Was there any good news um, in, in the budget from your point of view?
2: There was the uh, the games tax credit is good news. Um, it, it's very welcome. There's there's plenty of crossover between the the animation industry and the games industry or, or the gaming industry. Their their tax credit now is thirty two percent up to a spend of twenty five million. Um, I, I think that could help and it could, you know, there could lead to future collaborations which would be really good. Um, animation Ireland again with Screen Ireland launched a, a fund earlier in the year. A concept and creative innovation development fund, um, in the amount of about 400,000 euro, and we got some really, really interesting proposals uh, sent in for that, um, and and lots of them were in that immersive space. Like it, it it couldn't it wasn't just for, you know, traditional animation. It was to try new things, and I, I think the 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 fund uh, for the gaming development will will allow studios to try new things and to collaborate with other people.
1: Yeah, it's it's a really good point actually. The, the trying new things because, as we're always talking about here on News Talk, there's there's no shortage or no stopping uh, the the level of innovation when it comes to technology right across every sector. But when it comes to things like you know virtual reality, augmented reality gaming new types of gaming we obviously got the new ps5 and the new xbox lineup last christmas so there are plenty plenty of outlets for people who want to work in the creative content space isn't there that there it's not just movies or tv shows anymore there's there's so much scope there to, to really get into something quite exciting
2: Oh yeah, there's a there's a, a as you said, a massive amount of scope and and some of the animation studios that, that Animation Ireland mm-hmm. represents like they're already active in the AR and VR space and again as I said like in terms of that whole immersive thing it, we were we were actually you know very very pleasantly surprised by the quality of the applications for funding and 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 the innovation that was there was actually you know it's it, I think it augurs well for the future you know that it's in good hands and there's people coming up with some some really good ideas. You, you touched on something there just in terms of of a career and you know I suppose traditionally animation was seen as being for people who could draw mm-hmm. um but in, in a way like we, we are quite a tech heavy industry Jess now I, I won't pretend that I'm I'm a tech person or I get it or anything like that but just in terms of of, of our sector you know there's 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 there are jobs in 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 the sort of Uh, the 3D side for for programmers and and it's 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 quite a technical industry as well and and I think for us we're trying to get that message across you know I suppose more for for kids in school and stuff like that to say like animation is a career there are long-term career paths there are there are studios you know that people have worked in for 10 or 15 years like so it is a it's not as I suppose it's um it's, it's more solid in terms, you know, compared to live action, maybe where sometimes, you know, people are shooting for six weeks and then it all stops and then they start again. And, you know, whereas animation is the the productions are much more long term. Some of them can be two and a half, three years long.
1: Just focusing on um the, the career development for, for people listening to this who are, you know, on the cusp of the Leaving Cert or maybe parents of kids who are on the cusp of doing the Leaving Cert what are the, the, the like is there such thing as you know the 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 right path to go down to get into this industry or is it a case of your work will speak for itself like how do you break into an industry particularly here in Ireland where it is so highly regarded but also i would imagine um quite competitive and tough to to break into initially
2: yeah, it, it's sort of, it, it, it's you, you've, you've, you've sort of hit the nail on the head there. We, we've actually just launched, or are in the process of launching uh, this month, the, uh, national, the National Talent Academy for Animation. Um, and part of our remit of, as a, of, of Animation Ireland is to try and get people into the industry. So I, I think for anybody who's interested in a career in animation, they're pushing on an open door. Um, at the moment, you know, I would encourage somebody to to, to go to college and, and, and give it a try. Um, in terms of animation as a as a career, there are there, there are lots of different roles. You know, people get a, a sort of a good taste of it in college. They get a fairly general um, animation uh, education. And then I mean, when they come out of college, then I suppose it's it's there are there are various roles that people that people can slot into. And and, and part of the, the National Talent Academy's remit is to try and i suppose bridge that gap between college and industry because you know sometimes if you're working on a pipeline um, in industry you really have to hit the ground running and sometimes there's a little bit maybe of a of a sort of skills gap between college graduates and and starting in the industry and we're trying to bridge that at the moment that's that's one of the sort of highlights or one of the main objectives of the of the talent academy and and also to like kids who you know even things just like coder dojo and stuff like that we're going to try and reach out the kids who are involved in that kind of thing to to show them that yeah you know if you have those type of skills there is some there is room for you in the animation sector
1: Brilliant stuff. Well, it is one of the most exciting sectors, I think, here in Ireland at the moment, given the level of talent that we have. And what you see coming down the pipeline, social media has been a great tool for young people to showcase their work and showcase their talents. So it is absolutely one to watch. Uh, Ronan McCabe from Animation Ireland, thank you so much for joining us here on News Talk.
2: No problem, Jess. Thanks a million. Talk to you again.
0: Tech Talk. Tech Talk. On News Talk. With One Sonic. High-definition audio, noise-canceling headphones designed in Ireland. Visit onesonic.com.
1: techtalk at newstalk.com is the email address if you want to get in touch. This is Jess Kelly with you here on Newstalk. Next week is a very busy week in the world of technology. There are a number of tech launches happening uh, right across the week. On Monday, we have an Apple event. We're expecting them to unveil new MacBooks on Tuesday, the Google Pixel 6 goes on sale or is going to be unveiled. And this is a phone that I'm very, very excited about. Um, Anybody who's listened to me on this show or on the Pat Kenny show will know the Google Pixel 4a is a device that I just cannot get over. It is still, to this day, one of the best phones um, I have reviewed in a long time. It's just excellent value, excellent quality, excellent spec. So the sixth iteration um, is going to to be unveiled on Tuesday. Everything I've heard and read about it looks fantastic uh, they have issued a number of photographs of the new phone already so if you want to go on to the Pixel website and you can take a look there um, it looks quite like the S21 from what I've seen um, it's definitely a more luxurious finish from the images that we've seen so far so I'm excited to get the full rundown on as to you know what that phone will have and the price point as well which is a really important thing we will of course be talking through all of that on the Pat Kenny show on Tuesday morning. And then on Wednesday, Samsung is hosting another unpacked event. It's called Unpacked 2. Not quite sure what they're going to launch yet, um, but we will, of course, have that roundup for you on next week's Tech Talk. Uh, Before we move on, talking of exciting technology, I want to give you the chance to win a stunning 55-inch Philips Ambilight TV, which is worth €1,300. This is a gorgeous-looking 4K Ultra HD, HD or smart TV that has an OLED screen, the lighting on the back, which really does make everything you watch just look incredible. Particularly if you're a gamer, if you're into watching sports, movies, everything just becomes much more immersive when you have that lighting around the room. It kind of projects it up onto the wall. It's just, it's beautiful. This is a prize that I genuinely would like myself. Uh, They are available from retailers right around the country or you can find out more on philipstv.ie. But if you would like to win one, you could be in with a chance by answering this question. What does the O in OLED stand for? Is it A, organic or B, orange? Text the word light Plus your name and answer to 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. The lines close on Wednesday, October 20th at 5pm and the winner will be announced on next week's show. Um, Yeah, it is a gorgeous, gorgeous prize. But anyway, moving on, moving on, moving on. I know we don't want to talk about it yet, but Christmas is only around the corner. And if you are looking for the ideal gift for somebody creative in your life then pay attention because my next guest may well have the answer. Hugh Hunt is the sales director at Tyco Distribution. Hugh, you're very welcome to Tech Talk. Before we talk through some of the very, very exciting products, um, just give us a bit of an overview of Tyco Distribution.
3: Um, So we've been manufacturing and sourcing and supplying goods to the retail sector for over 20 years. Um, We work closely with our customers' supply partners to grow and drive brands through retail. our manufacturing category management and merchandising uh together basically is the the gateway for brands to Irish retailers
1: so what are some of the the products that you would distribute p- things that people would know
3: uh it's it's everything from we have a, a phone accessory brand blue diamond uh blue diamond TVs uh audio um uh, ustar obviously new to the to, to, to the market but um, primarily um, it would be Blue Diamond
1: For those who um, listen to us here on News Talk both Tech Talk and um, the Pat Kenny show and of course Off the Ball as well or OTB Sports uh, they will have heard a talk of U-Star products last year they featured quite prominently in our gift guide um, f- for those who may not have heard of it yet uh, talk to us a little bit about the products that are in that lineup.
3: Yeah, so um, what we basically found that uh, after launching in 2019 the Star Studio kit, uh, which the demographic was for kind of a younger demographic, um, it was providing the all-in-one kit, which allowed children to obviously use their imagination, create videos um, um, that they would traditionally watch regularly on the internet. Um, We then realized that there was a a niche there uh, towards an older demographic, um towards sort of influencers who are always striving to create uh, the best possible content uh, in their videos. Um, so w- with that in mind, then uh, we created a brand such as uh, everything from uh, on trend, professional lights, tripods, microphones um, all the kind of norm stuff that hence the kind of home studio
1: this is something that you know so when the product arrived in last year it was very much for you know if your child is is interested in content creation whether that is as an influencer as a gamer as someone who just likes to produce content themselves this was the the the, the kit that could kick it up a level and make it look that bit more professional so we talked through last year um the kit that came with everything from a green screen um there was the the products to make your sound better and I was struck by the professionalism of it, the, the 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 quality of the products. This wasn't Mickey Mouse stuff that you get for a tenor and it breaks within five minutes. You know, we were talking about it here in News Talk that that it is like very very good quality. It's you know similar enough to the kit that we would use. So you, I see now you've expanded the lineup. And um, there's a lot of you know ring lights. There's certain rigging equipment and yep. so on. Talk us through what you've added in.
3: Okay so yeah so on that yeah so you know obviously quality is 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 to the fore for us um there's there's no point in producing something that's going to you know I mean um break over a short period of time so um so what we've introduced is we've introduced four or five new LED lights um, again um it's on trend with zoom calls um home um people at home um office workers uh, working from home so what we've um, introduced is the ring lights, the desktop ring light, which enhances uh, the quality of, of, of the video. Um, then we've also introduced some uh, new tripods, uh, gorilla tripods. Um, so, yeah, uh, some just kind of on trend products. So, uh, uh, other ones to note would be uh, an auto um, face tracker, which follows you around the room. So, for people who are maybe interested in cooking or fitness, they're doing a fitness class. The actual device will follow them around the room. Um, uh, The same with cookery. We found our retailers kind of saying that these uh, products seem to be uh, really popular at the moment, so.
1: Yeah, I think you've come along at a really, really good time. Obviously none of us could have anticipated the demand uh, that would be there for these types of products. But I do think people are interested in investing to make sure that they look and sound as good as possible when they are on those Zoom calls or the team calls or the whatever other calls there are. Um, are you noticing that the demand, that it's a consistent demand, or did it just peak during the year when we were all in lockdown and it's petering off now?
3: Yeah, I mean, originally we, 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 we thought like, yeah, during lockdown, suddenly there was a massive peak. Um, but. Since then, even the, the brand has got out there um, and it's in it's in high street retail now. So um, coming into Q4 now again, uh, we expect to see a big peak and demand, um, particularly like the likes of the ring lights for, you know, um, we, we've actually had a lot of orders through pharmacies on that as well for the ring lights. So hence that's the beauty, the makeup side of things as well. So um, it kind of reaches out to a, a, a big, demographic and not just the people at home doing zoom calls and stuff so it's it's um there's quite a big kind of demographic there as i say
1: talk to me a little bit about the pricing of these devices because i already mentioned the quality um the the content that you get as well is very very good like what comes in the box and so on but the other thing that struck me was they're incredibly affordable. So how did you balance that type of quality with the like less than a hundred euro price tag?
3: Yeah, so we 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 have I mean the 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 top selling product there at the top the, at the top line actually is retailing just under the hundred, and then it falls right back down to in around the you know the twenty euro mark. So um, really, what it was was just the volume we were ordering, and um, we were able to um, pinpoint. Uh, products that that we were able to put in the box that were able to fit into that price point that consumers were asking for and the retailers were asking for. So um, it it allows us to create that kind of uh, all in one box uh, at those affordable prices uh, without stretching over that you know into the hundred euro, two hundred euro mark.
1: Yeah, I think it. I think it is great because it makes it accessible for everybody, and I do think. You know, although, as we said there, it was initially sort of targeted at kids who want to be content creators, it's also great for everybody and anybody who wants to kind of up their their content game. Um, in terms of looking ahead to Christmas, and I know people will roll their eyes at me mentioning Christmas this early, yeah, but yeah. We, we've heard that they, there could be shortages and so on. Are, are there particular products that you're expecting to do well for um, kids who might be writing their letters to Santa over the coming weeks and months?
3: Yeah absolutely yeah so the um, um the star studio kit uh, again really big seller over christmas period um the led lights uh, the auto face tracker that i mentioned as well is would, 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 would be another big one as well but um yeah and as, as you say in terms of the supply chain things are they are kind of saying that you know i mean uh, product trying to get product onto the shelves it, it maybe an issue we're well stocked up. We've we, we, we've ordered in advance and um to just just to alleviate that problem coming into Christmas. So
1: And some of the stock is like where where can people find the product? Do they buy direct from you guys or can they get it in stores?
3: Yeah, so both we've we've both platforms there. Um we've gone uh, direct at uh um and also then in all major um electrical stores um Trade Ireland, yeah. So it's 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 across the board
1: brilliant so again it's Capti so it's C-A-P-T-I if you want to go and have a look the lineup is incredible the quality is great and we will be reviewing some of the products on the pack any show over the coming weeks as part of our gift guide so if there's something in particular you want me to take a look at you can email Talk at newstock.com I will get my hands on it and indeed put it through its paces uh, Hugh it's great to chat to you I, I'm a big fan of what you guys do as I said a few times now because of the quality but also the price point and uh, and very best of luck over the coming weeks and months.
3: Likewise, Jess. Thanks a million.
1: And that is all we have time for this week. If you missed any of the show, you can, of course, listen back on the Newstalk app powered by Go Loud. I'll be back with Shane and Kira on Newstalk Breakfast on Monday morning. Don't forget to tune in next Saturday at 5pm to find out if you are the winner of that stunning 55-inch Philips Ambilight TV or you can subscribe to the podcast It arrives onto your device as if by magic every Friday at around 12 o'clock. That's it for me. John Friday's up next here on News Talk. I'll chat to you next week.